Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports, an unfiltered sports podcast that's unlike any you've listened to before. They speak the truth and aren't afraid to hurt some feelings. Now, from the backwoods of Arkansas, here's your hosts, Tyler and Dakota. Ready, ready. Good day, mate. Boy, that'll juice you up, won't it? We say that because Arkansas is in the Outback Bowl. How about that fucking intro? That's an intro. That somebody's got a tasty, ta- tasty jam with a good drum beat. It's got a good drum beat to it. It does. Hope y'all enjoy as much as we do. Because this I, baby got our juices flowing. I do love it. I was concerned. With? I did love the old one. Yep, I think everybody did. I was concerned with finding one that I loved as much, but I do love that one. It is very tasty. Hmm. He got so excited he wanted to hear it twice. Well, I I didn't. I timed it poorly. I hit it right <laughs> when it shut off. Yeah, well, we're coming at y'all on Wednesday, December 8th. And, uh, again, we always have to say it. If you haven't subscribed yet, just fucking press it. Mm-hmm. Turn your notifications on. Push your damn button. Because we're dropping heat every fucking time we make an episode. <laughs> and here pretty soon, we're going to be dropping a stream on our YouTube. We'll be living this bitch up. So, you need to press the fucking alerts. And you need to head over to our fucking YouTube and subscribe to that motherfucker too. Because we got some heat coming. Because next Wednesday, we already got somebody coming. Got to have another guest. Next Wednesday, may or may not be a former member of the Razorbacks from the championship basketball team. Maybe. Hey, we, we're not sure, but. No, we're sure he is. We're sure he is, and it is next Wednesday. <laughs> so you need to subscribe, turn your notifications on, and head to our YouTube and fucking subscribe, people. Bingo. If you have had your notifications turned on today on anything, you know that Traylon Burks is not, he's opting out of the bowl game, declaring for the draft. Can't blame him. It does not suck. Good for his family. Good for him. Bad for us. Good for, you know, that's the way that we spend and the money that we're used to, that's generational just off right. of one contract. Right. So, I love like to see we, it. We talked about it last time. Like, his draft stock's not going to, I don't think it's going to get much higher by not, staying another year. Like, it's not. <clears throat> now, Jameson, uh, what's his name? Jameson Williams from Alabama. Mm-hmm. His has fucking skyrocketed. It now shows him in the correct, top 10. Correct. But I'm fucking proud of Traylon Burks. I'm thankful for everything he's done for us. Officially the greatest fucking receiver we've ever had. Yeah. Don't, don't get it twisted. It was a tough contention. There was, there's a fucking long list there. But There's a list there. Well, there's a, in our <laughs> lifetime, it's a long list. We've had some pretty fucking fantastic ones. But I love to see it. Don't be mad that he opted out early. It's for his family. I promise you, you do the same. I know damn well I would have. Yeah. So don't fucking, I've already seen the, the comments. Start, I'm back on Twitter if you can't tell. It's okay to be sad. <laughs> People are already fucking mad at him for opting out. Like, chill out. It's okay. It's, to be, it's okay to be sad. Yeah, I was course. very much looking forward to, like I'm sure everybody else was, watching him one last time in the bowl game, having him fucking go nuts. But this is why y'all need to spread the word to Jordan Hazelwood and let him know. Yeah, can We'd we love get, to have him on. Can we get him uh, just honorary member of the team in the for bowl this game? bowl game? Yeah, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, dude. It's, yeah. A, it's a win-win for him. Nobody expects anything. There's no way he know he would nope. be able to know the playbook. Just go out there, catch balls. Mm-hmm. So anybody who knows Hazelwood or any of his representatives, please send him our way. We'd yeah. love to have a have a chance to talk to him. Uh, the future is bright. We're happy to see Traylon go get some go get the bag, as they say. And we're excited to see what our receiving room is going to look like next year with some you know some Quincy McAdoo's coming and some. Hazelwood transfer. And we it's gonna it's gonna be good. We got Isaiah coming into town. Mm-hmm. We got Isaiah coming. I also might have him on here soon, but uh, that would be ideal. Let's knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> uh, we got some bowl games to talk about. We got some bowl games to talk about. 
I don't want to dive off into it yet, but well, you know what's our show? Dive on whatever the fuck you want. Traylon Burks did opt out of the bowl game. Yes, it sucks. The LSU players are still opting out of being at LSU, so I don't think Brian Kelly's the answer. But we'll get into that later. <laughs> bowl games, starting with the obvious. Now we have bowl games. What else we got today? Give them a little preface to know what we're going to be discussing. We got recaps, as always. Some fantastic recaps. There's some good recaps. Dan Sorensen's all the way back. <laughs> oh, I, boy. I was, Chiefs fans rejoice. I had was hoping he was going to trip. 49 being used situationally instead of primarily has worked out in our favor. So, Chiefs fans rejoice. But we got some recaps to talk about. We got some recaps. We got a precap for UFC 269, which is mm. going to be fucking stupid. This is the mm. one I think everybody's been waiting for. Get your boots ready. UFC fans and casual fans. That's not a slide. It's just it's what it is. I'm a casual fan. I'm not a fan. Correct. It's This is the fight for casual fans. Like, if you're just kind of into boot. it every now and then, this is the one. It is fucking, what does he call it? A fucking. Uh, boots to asses. No. Oh, that's wrong. No, that's just that's just excitement. Mm. To a. Taiga Vivosa. <laughs> Two Tyvosa, yes. <laughs> what does he do? What do they call that? The shoey. Shoey. Get your fucking boots ready. That's the one I give a fuck about. <laughs> Don't put any fucking hot sauce in it. Poirier is on this card again, so there okay, is Okay, I'm there into is, that too. There is that chance that somebody pours hot sauce in shoey again. But that so card's got, fucking stacked. We got some UFC talk. We also have some random segments to talk about. Mm-hmm. A little bit in Dakota's wheelhouse. A little golf talk. Oh yeah, we definitely have we have a scotia that. Golf fans, stick around. Golf fans, if you're listening, you already know what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm not going to do it just yet. <laughs> that's that's a preface. And then we got a couple of random segments that I'm going to loop in here just off of what we find off of. We're just going to randomly pull up social media, see what the latest breaking story is here, and uh, just dive fucking whatever whatever it is we're going to Immediate dive reaction. Yes. Also, some OU talk because the Venables hire is official, and there's a whole bunch of staff changes that have already happened. And we'd love to talk about that for OU fans out there. So, we got a lot to un- unpackage today. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get to it, but first we're going to talk about some bowl games. OU fans stick around, golf fans stick around, UFC fans stick around, because mm-hmm. we got a jam. What is it today? It's fucking loaded. <laughs> so, let's do it. We're going to start with the obvious one. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. We can't get synced it's up never ever. Gonna, we're never going to be happen. synced, though, because I'm not an hour, but I don't... I'm well, not, I am, so I'm fucking get over it. I don't have a problem with it. I'm talking to you fans that don't cry It's just it. never going to sync up that way. Yeah, well, whatever. We're going to talk about... We got. We wrote down all SEC bowl matchups because there's way too many bowl games to give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. So we, we wrote like down... like 43 of them. Yeah, it's bad. We wrote down all the SEC games as well as the games that are worth shit. Mm. And we're going to go over it, but first we're going to start with a little home crowd. Arkansas, Arkansas fans. Penn State. It's time. In the Outback Bowl. Good day, mate. Did you like that? I did. That's good. I don't know. All I you did. office fans out there, dingo babies. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin fans, no? No Kevin That's fans? The thing, though, with the new intro, he says welcome. Do I I feel like saying welcome? As he said, I was like, shit, do I say welcome now? Nope. Feels like you double They've already been welcomed. You've been welcomed. <laughs> we'll have to find another thing to say. We'll figure it out. Arkansas and Penn State. Initial thoughts. Oh, sorry. Mm. I, we talked before the air what the uh, line was originally set at. It was Penn, Penn State minus two and a half, so it's only went down by a half point. So, But it's going to go back <coughs> up for Penn State, I would imagine, since Trayvon yeah. is opted out. Yeah, for sure. Not that that's, you know, our hope just left the building for the game, but 
if you get, I assume it's like Penn State's defense is good. Yeah. I'm assuming it was going to be a close game regardless. If we were to get into a situation where it's a tight game, we're down, and we don't have great field position, we still have most of our playbook available with Traylon on the field. Only because. We got somebody with 10 and a half inch hands out there to go get it. Right. I still think we'll be fine. I'm still going to pick Arkansas to win. I do think it's going to be a nail biter. I think it's going to be an awesome game. I really hope we fucking start out like we usually do in the second half from the jump. Well, wouldn't that be something? Because if, if Kendall we, just tried to actually win the game right from the jump? If we if we go down early, Penn State's defense, from what I have watched, is not a defense that you're just going to flip the switch in the second half and just fuck them up. Like, if you go down by more than 10 points coming out of halftime, we're in trouble. It's it's a bad spot to be in, yes, absolutely. Correct. Can we do it? Sure. I also want to throw some shade at any of y'all out there who know anybody who worked for a certain network with four letters, um, <laughs> Ryan's with ESPN. Because <laughs> Arkansas is the only one, only game that got ESPN two. The only team out surprising. of all of these main bowl games. That's not surprising. Is a January 1st bowl game, and it gets ESPN two. It's because it's Arkansas. Roger that. Yeah, every other good game is ESPN, CBS, or ABC. That's it. Arkansas, toss them on ESPN, too. You fucking kidding me? Kansas is probably playing basketball that day. Something. Well, January 1st is a shit ton of games. Yeah. So. I don't care. <clears throat> Anyways, Outback Bowl in Tampa, Florida, Saturday, January 1st at noon. That sounds so good. It's in Tampa. Weather is not going to be a factor. Uh, Whiteout is not going to be. A, really? Could be. Could be. That's possible. I don't know. I don't have the fucking. I don't have the weather forecast. Me either. And I'm if we did, I wouldn't trust it. In Florida, could be raining. Yes. Which bodes well for us, I think. But we don't have to worry about a whiteout. Well, no. No right. whiteouts happening. Dead tea. Another dead tea. I'm willing to bet there will be far more red shirts in that crowd than white. I'm glad you said that. That ties in perfectly to one of my notes that was not related to specifically, but Breeze Airway, you heard of them? Nobody has. It sounds the like point. the flight. That's uh, I heard somebody talking about it for a flight to get down to the Tampa They game. added the flight from XNA <clears throat> to Tampa because no the, shit. the Arkansas fans... We're buying so many fucking plane tickets to go to Tampa that there was no availability and the prices were skyrocketing. So Breeze Airway, shout out. Shout out. Added the flight from XNA to Tampa specifically for this bowl game. Now, we do not know the rates. Don't know the rates. Don't know if I trust them. But hey. You are subject to taxes and fees. But (laughs) (laughs) a little free advertisement for Breeze Airway because that's fantastic. Absolutely. Also, smart uh, business move. Absolutely. Especially with some of these other certain airlines that are taking a shot right now. Get your name out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Getting your name synonymous with Arkansas Twitter, good business decision. It is a good business decision. Now, of course, Arkansas is ranked 21. Penn State's unranked. Penn State, not State. But they were ranked as high as four. They were. And I believe three of their four losses, three of the four games played without their starting quarterbacks, starting quarterback was a loss. So mm-hmm. three losses of theirs was because of a backup quarterback. One it was of very bad was Iowa when Iowa was two, and they lost their quarterback in the middle of that game. Correct. They then lost the lead. Yeah. Had they get, had their quarterback stayed in, they win that game. Had Trace McSorley came back, they win. <laughs> the, the backup that went in, don't know him, I apologize, looked like when he came onto the field, the coach had just two seconds before grabbed him by the face mask and said, hey, I don't expect miracles. Don't fuck this up. It just looked like when Hornsby came in against Texas A&M. And he proceeded to go out there and fuck it up. <laughs> but... I my prediction, oh, only oh, we're prediction making predictions. Game, no, 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 not the score. Warren Thompson's a hundred yard game. 
it's going to happen. That'd be great. It's got to go somewhere. That's my pick. That'd be great. I'd love to see that. I would also probably use AJ Green in the slot here. You're going to have to get creative, Kendall. This whole... AJ Green is a fucking baller, and if you don't fucking pull your head out of your ass, Kendall, so help me God. Your offensive mastermind needs to show up in this game. I will fucking turn this car around. Because you have... You've, your game plan all year has involved KJ, or well, KJ, obviously, Traylon Burks. You don't have that weapon anymore. You got to get creative. And I swear to God, if you're like, oh, we don't have Traylon Burks anymore, so now we just can't throw, I'm going to fucking lose it. I'm going to lose it. Lots of jet sweeps coming. <laughs> Please don't. Please uh, do not. I can't, I can't. But the line is now, it shows Penn State minus two. Um, it was two and a half whenever I placed my Fantastic parlay mm. that I placed a couple days ago. We'll talk about that after our bowl games here. Nah, fuck it. I'll talk about it right now. I would guess it goes like it would not shock me if it went to six and a half. No, we need to talk about the games first because they we need everybody needs to know the odds before I fucking tell them what I bet. Okay. What's the next one you got? Huh? You go on Arkansas too, I assume. To oh, win. of course. Okay. Slightly biased. Okay. Let's start with shittiest. To not so shittiest. However, I did fuck up a little bit and accidentally mixed up some of the games out of out of order. <laughs> so, in no bear with me. order, but mostly shitty to good. Yes, yes, bear with me. So the, again, this is SEC games. Starting off with good old misery. Misery versus wow. Army Wednesday, the twenty second of December, in the Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth. Army Fort Worth, is Texas. beat the fuck out of Missouri. Army's three and a half point favorites. Their cover, I think, Army all fucking day, if for no other reason. Did you see the uniforms? I have to root for Missouri because I have to go for the SEC. I'm not. Except for one game, which we will very much disagree. But I am taking Army all day long. No, that's fine. You have every right to do so. It is in Fort Worth, Texas on the 22nd of December at 8 p.m. Bore me to tears. Texas loves the military. They do not love Tigers. That's my logic. The, Support the Armed Forces Bowl. Is this nation's backbone? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, then we got the old Gasparilla Bowl. Don't even know what One the fuck of my that personal is. favorites. That's on Thursday, the 23rd of December, 7 p.m. In Tampa as well. Florida and UCF. How much money is the city of Tampa about to rake in? Well, how much do they already from Tom Brady? I know that, but I mean, like, that's a, this is a week's worth of fucking mm-hmm. fan bases coming to town. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, who Florida, UCF. Florida, seven and a half point favorites. Oh, God. Like, obviously, I want to pick Florida. My brain says Florida. But, God, if they don't fuck shit up, they just continually Well, it's uh, it's double funny because of Gus Mal's on there at UCF getting to play against the SEC team in a bowl game, and I hope he shits the whole bed. I hope he does. I've watched one UCF There's not many people I wish ill upon. (laughs) Gus Malzahn's one of them. How hard were we toting for the Gus bus whenever we wanted him here? that's, That's what's funny is, like, this... Animosity towards, High School, and then you fuck it all up. Well, that's the thing. What's funny is the animosity towards Gus Malzahn. The whole situation started because Arkansas kind of shafted him. Sort of, but he had high I mean, expectations it, right off the jump. Yeah, but I mean, he was there was a a clear point in time where it was like made sense, like oh, just promote Gus to head coach, and then he went to Auburn, and then he used this as leverage. Yeah, but. I've only watched one UCF game. I don't remember who it was against. It was the first week of the season when there was no good games on yet. And it was an awesome game, but he blew it in fantastic fashion. And they started talking about running him out of town. I'm I'm going to take Florida. I don't love it. You don't think they cover? What is it? Seven and a half. 
If I'm going to take Florida against UCF and Gus Malzahn, I'm going to say they cover. I still don't feel great about it. He's hedging his happiness. They cover. Kay. I don't trust Florida at all. Okay. <clears throat> then we got the old Birmingham Bowl in Birmingham, Alabama. At noon. Um, Remember when wish we I would have wrote down the date on this one, but I did not for some reason because I'm an idiot. Yeah. But number 20, Houston versus Auburn. Remember when we used to, we would have killed for a Gasparilla Bowl? Absolutely. Fuck that. That shit's for the birds. Yeah. Yeah. We're, that's way below us. Houston, Auburn. Houston, number 20, Houston versus unranked Auburn at noon. And the line is Auburn by three. Boy, if Auburn hadn't played Alabama tough, I would have taken Houston and not thought twice about it. That does put a wrinkle in the old plan there. I'm going SEC. I'm going to take Auburn. I'm taking Houston. Yikes. <laughs> this man is not a fan of the SEC. No, I've just watched no, more. No, you're not of, a fan. I've watched more of them, so I know. What they're capable when, of? Because I watched them get their cheeks clapped by fucking Ole Miss. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about speedy clap, 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 clap. About Clapped. Auburn? No. Houston. Oh, yeah. Pass. Auburn. Stomps that ass. You're probably right. With the backup quarterback. Um, I've changed my mind. I go Auburn. Okay. Smart man. Let's move her on over to the good old Duke's Mayo Bowl. This is legit a personal favorite. It's an awful name, and I love it. <laughs> Duke's Mayo Bowl is at 11.30 a.m. Thursday, December 30th. In Charlotte, North Carolina, which is a fantastic way, location. It's a, it's a fantastic location for North Carolina versus South Carolina. Oh, that is good stuff. I'm taking... It's the Lions, North Carolina by seven. Now, these odds were on December 7th whenever I was on the... I don't I don't gamble because it's illegal here. Right, obviously. But I heard this is what the line was December 7th on a gambling site. Not verified. But Cannot it is, confirm it, it, absolutely, it absolutely is. North Carolina, South Carolina, North Carolina you know by whose seven. Name I haven't heard shit. Give me the Gamecocks. I have not heard Sam Howe's name in quite some time. Because he stinks. Right, but he was the presumptive. No, presumptive? Is that the word? I believe it is. My he mic was is the number one pick fucking up. in everybody's mind. How about that? Oh, my God. And I ain't heard shit. If he has a chance, he has a big game here. Because of that, I'm taking South Carolina. Atta boy. Because he won't have a good game. <laughs> because he stinks. Okay. That is the Duke's Mayo Bowl, of course. Now we move to the Music City Bowl. This game's going to be fantastic. This is in Nashville, Tennessee, Thursday, December 30th at 3 p.m. This is Tennessee versus Purdue. Line of Vols, three and a half. Tennessee covers. Smash Tennessee. Yeah, I think Tennessee yes. covers as well. Tennessee has done nothing but get better all season. I've I've li- I love their uniforms. I, I love their I stadium. I, hate I love that their color. end zones. I love Peyton Manning. I love everything about it except the fact that they are in our conference. So fuck them. But yeah, Sandy Bullock I do says, have a low key spot for them. That is not in my color wheel. Sandra Bullock. Sandy B said that. Sandy B said. Well, then I am back in that. Orange is not in my color wheel. I. Well, she said that on the other side on the yes, blind side. Did she? Yeah. Man, she's fine as wine. So <laughs> whatever she says is in fact. But we are still taking Tennessee. But we are still taking Tennessee. Correct. Um, maybe in an attempt to get Sandy B's attention. I don't know, but <laughs> we'd love to have Sandy B on the show. <laughs> we we fucking would. <laughs> that would be awesome. We've been trying for some time to get John Party on here. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, 
We might have a better shot at Sandra Bullock right now. Yeah, we might. Okay. Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, Florida, Friday, December 31st at 11 a.m. This is the one I was concerned we were going to get, and I would have been furious. I am pumped up that we get December 31st off. I am, too. That is fantastic. Never in my adult life have I had Christmas Eve off. Pretty yep. sure we've had New Year's Eve off before, but I've never, I've definitely never had both. I have and worked back, Christmas and it's Eve back to ever. back. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Now inventory up before that, not great. Not great. <laughs> but Gator Bowl, Jacksonville, Florida, Friday, December thirty first, eleven a.m. Number seventeen, Wake Forest, versus number twenty five, Texas A and M. A and M. Hammer A and M. What's six and a half? A and M. A and M. A and M covers too. Yep, give it to me. Okay. Full disclosure. Some of these are just going to be blatantly wrong. Like, the bowl games get fucking weird. Like, there's going to be some that just don't make any sense to the outcome. But these are logical picks. Yes. Okay. Outback Bowl. Tampa, Florida. Saturday, January 1st at noon. We discussed it. Mm-hmm. And we're hammering the Arkansas money line. This is the one that I see being the closest of the ones we've talked about so far. Yes. Because it is a very serious opponent that is not getting notoriety just due to a backup quarterback coming in for a, about a quarter of the season. I this w- team is very fucking good. This team... Their receiver that they have is a fucking beast, too. And as we mentioned, their defense is good, good. Wish I could tell you his name. I can't remember because they don't put names on jerseys, so it's hard to fucking remember. This game and the South Carolina-North Carolina be the closest game so far, I think. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about the Liberty Bowl. Mm-hmm. Here's where I got it out of whack. This is the 28th of December. Liberty Bowl on Tuesday, December 28th, 6.45 p.m. Texas Tech versus Mississippi State. <laughs> I'm taking Mississippi State. <laughs> Mississippi State by eight is the line, but Texas Tech has a legit defense. Uh, probably, I mean, Mississippi State gets to play SEC games all year, so it's nothing new. Right. But Texas Tech was in some very close games. I'll take Texas Tech points. Texas Tech plus eight. I don't disagree with that. I think Mississippi Mississippi State wins, though. I do, too. But I don't think by eight. No, I'm good with that. Okay. We got the Citrus Bowl. No, we're not going to talk about that one yet. (laughs) Texas Bowl. Houston, Texas. I could have swore we did the Texas Bowl. No. There's too many bowls. No, it's in Houston, Mm. Texas. Tuesday, January 4th at 9 p.m., on ESPN, Kansas State and LSU. LSU by two, and I'm taking that. It's really not that complicated. It's Kansas State. Mm-hmm. It's also LSU. No, I'm taking LSU. I'll take LSU and all their fucking backups playing over Kansas State and their solid recruiting class they have. Hard pass. LSU fucks them up for Coach O. Which was gone. They're doing it for him. Doing it for Brian, Ke- Brian Kelly. No, they ain't him. doing it for Brian. They're leaving the team because of Brian Kelly, it appears. I'm going to take Kansas State. You're fucking higher than a goddamn kite. All right, now we'll work back to the Citrus Bowl. On ABC, in Orlando, Florida, Saturday, June, or sorry, January 1st at 1. Give me LSU. Number 5th, that boy. <laughs> I'm trying to find points to disagree for the sake of well, maybe I'm actually fucking having some very good fucking but they're not choices all going to go, go this it. way they're not going to be the obvious choice something's going to go wrong I can't ever get some support from this corner over here fucking hell number 15 Iowa 
versus number 22, Kentucky. Give me Kansas State. If I go back to LSU oh, now, okay. I'm going to regret it. Give me Kansas State. Hammer it. Lock it in. Don't lock it in. Don't, don't hammer it. Don't hammer it. Don't, don't want to. Because I now find, now if Kansas State wins, I'm going to look stupid. Give me Kansas State. Okay, about that. Again, Citrus Bowl. Citrus Bowl, number 15, Iowa. Number 22, Kentucky. Kentucky, two Iowa and a half. or Iowa State. Iowa. Kentucky, two and a half is the line. Oh, give me Iowa. Yikes. Negative. Give me Kentucky. Kentucky looked Gentleman's bet. Gentleman's bet. Kentucky okay. looked worse at the end of the season. Give me Kentucky. Okay. Here we go. I'm trying to look at the dates here. Fiesta Bowl. Mm. Why did I not put dates on some I of these? I'm really pissing myself off. read the list. Well, I'm trying to do everything but the playoffs first. But I'm trying to go in order of best teams to worst team. All right. Well, I already said fucking Fiesta Bowl. It's weird that it's called the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl now. It is weird. It's just the Fiesta Bowl. Every time, it's if Fiesta I told Bowl. you right now, Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, what thought would come to your brain about it? About that bowl game? What's the first image you think of when you think Fiesta Bowl? The Tostitos logo. No. Boise State, Statue of Liberty comes well, to my mind every single talk, time. You were talking about the sponsor. When you say that, I think the logo, Tostitos cross top. Oh, no, no, no. When I think ever hear anything about Fiesta Bowl, I think Statue game of Liberty. Game-wise, correct, yes. Fucking unbelievable game. One of my would. top fucking five favorite games to ever watch. I thought we saw Statue of Liberty last weekend, and I was mistaken. On the replay, it looked nothing like it, but live it definitely did. <laughs> so the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, Saturday, January 1st. This is where they're getting a little out of line, out of, out of order here. Just deal with it. Get over it. Saturday, January 1st at noon. Number nine, Oklahoma State. Number five, Notre Dame. Notre Dame is Give two and a half point favorites. Give me Oklahoma State. Yes. Notre Dame's pretenders. <coughs> you don't have to cover the microphone. We have a button. I was in a cough before you pressed it. Oh. Oklahoma Give State. Give me Oak State. What's, Go Pokes. They're pissed. What's the line? Two and a half Notre Dame. That's one of my parlay. That's one of my parlay legs. Give me Oklahoma State. Correct. Without a doubt. Correct. Um, let's go with the Wis Wis the Wisconsin Sugar Bowl. Oh. In New Orleans, Saturday, January 1st, 8.45 p.m. I can't wait for this game. Number seven, Baylor. Number eight, Ole Miss. What say you? Mm, you want me to take Ole Miss. So I you do. Can take Baylor and we can do it. I already it. did. I'll do it. Do it. I'll bite. Do it. Ole Miss. Bet. I don't. I don't. Baylor is one point favorites. They're pretty much pick them. I don't. Like that Oklahoma State game is the one that gives me pause, but. I'm taking Ole Miss. What I wouldn't have given to see Oklahoma State and Ole Miss play. What I wouldn't have fucking given. Also, I think you're going to do a very similar game here. Ohio State fans, fucking rejoice. Because your defense just got fucking fixed. You know why? You hired Knowles, the defensive coordinator from Oklahoma State, who I was praying to God would come to Arkansas if Odom took another job. But the son of a bitch went to fucking Ohio State. Ohio State, Ohio State fans, rejoice. Your defense is now fixed. If you can fix Oklahoma's defense, you can fix because you don't have near as much work to Oklahoma do State. with Ohio State. Oklahoma right, State that's defense. what. Yes, and their defense is if always good. Fucking, no matter what the team is, if you can turn a Big Twelve defense into a legit good defense, they're the best defense in the Big Twelve every single year. And Ohio State already gets good defensive recruits, so you've got plenty to work with. There. Absolutely, I'm thrilled for him, but I wish he would have been coming to Arkansas. But I don't, I'm not sure if we're losing out him yet or not. Kind of hope we do. But, probably wait till everybody's already picked <clears throat> up and then he'll be gone. Yeah, exactly. He'll he'll do the. Who was it? I mean, Kevin Durant did it. Kawhi Leonard did it. Yeah, it's great. Anyways, I'll take Baylor. They're in my leg of my parlay. 
Let's go over to the... That's all the SEC games we'll talk about till we get to the playoffs. Now we'll talk about the games of notoriety. Right? Mm-hmm. I put SEC, not SEC, but good. <laughs> Alamo Bowl, Wednesday, December 29th, 9.15 p.m. My mic's pissing me off. 9.15 p.m. in San Antonio, number 14, Oregon, versus number 16, OU. OU. Correct. They're four-and-a-half-point favorites. After watching Oregon in their last game against the Utes again, didn't matter who you said, I was taking that team. Yep. Give me Oklahoma. Oklahoma, smash. Bob Stoops is coaching. Get out of here. Oklahoma. Right. Agreed. Peach Bowl in Atlanta, 7 p.m., Thursday, December 30th. Number 10, Michigan State versus number 12, Pitt. Pitt. Pitt is minus three favorites. I am taking Michigan State. I'm taking Pitt because Michigan State's glaring weakness is throwing anything over 15 yards. Pitt does that a lot. Correct. Also, their defense has been a problem. I'm taking Pitt. You're taking Michigan State. I am. Gentleman's bet. Gentleman's bet. Okay. Now let's talk about the Cotton Bowl Classic. Okay. Friday, December 31st, 3.30 p.m., Arlington, Texas. Number one, Bama versus number four, Cincy. It's Bama 14 and a half, and they cover. Yikes. That's a big fucking spread for a semifinal game. And they fucking smash them. Yeah, probably. Y'all done fucked around and said Bama wasn't no good. Now you're going to see. I don't know that it was Bama was no good. I think everybody was just so fucking engulfed with Georgia. Like we were also guilty of. And then they played each other. No, you were guilty was, of. Oh. I got swindled in after oh. after we lost after Arkansas lost to him. I was like, holy fuck, they must be oh, that good. I mean pretty much early pretty early in the season. That's why earlier on, whenever you were like, Yeah, Georgia's gonna win this and we're gonna win it all. And I said, Probably. Yeah, because they look to be that good and then they shat themselves. And will shit themselves again when they play Michigan. Anyways, uh Bama minus fourteen and a half. What you got? Okay. Covering? That's a lot of fucking points. They'll probably win by 14. Fuck it all up. Probably. I'm going to say no for that reason. Orange Bowl. Miami Gardens, Florida. Also, Miami fans, rejoice. You got Cristobal from OU. What what the odds are on Cincinnati plus 14 and a half? Don't know. I don't know. Don't care. But I would take that. Bama wins. Miami fans, you have something to be fucking happy about. Uh, Mark Richter, whatever the fuck his an- his name was, was not the fucking answer. Chris Ball is. I like him. He's a very good coach. Coaches Oregon very well. Now he's going to be a hurricane coach, and I like it. I'm going to have to be shown some evidence before I believe in anybody going to Miami. You are in. A I think hot- I'm more so like his name than anything. Probably, but you're in a hotbed for recruiting, and they just consistently stink. Consistently within the last what, seven, eight years? Yeah. Ten years, maybe. Maybe longer than that. I don't know. All I can think of is my childhood in, in Miami. The U was fucking rolling <laughs> right. people. They have not been that in quite some time. Anyways, Orange Bowl, Miami Gardens, Florida, 7.30 p.m. Uh, that is, of course, on December 31st as well. It's the 7.30 p.m. game. Number two, Michigan versus number three. God it's three, damn. right? Three, yeah. yeah. Versus number three, Georgia. Georgia, seven and a half point favorites. <laughs> what say you? I don't know, dude. I mean, I still like Georgia's defense a little bit better than Michigan, and it is a little bit, which sounds crazy. And it may be recency bias is doing this to me. But I also like Georgia's offense a little bit better than Michigan's Ooh, offense. I do not. I don't love either one of their I mean, 
fucking hell. It just sounds stupid to pick against Georgia right now. It's a leg in my parlay. I picked Michigan. I'm sure you did. Do it. I'm going Georgia. Nope. I'm going Georgia. Has to do the opposite of Tyler because he hates my guts no, and wants me to fucking die. Only because Georgia, with the expectations they had, they got embarrassed by Bama. I think they get their shit together in this game. I do expect it to be very close. It would not shock me if Michigan wins. I would not take any amount of points for either side. No hedging's allowed on the show. No, I'm not going to. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't I would not take either team with or without points. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm taking Georgia because. Okay. I have no good logic to pick either one of these teams. The only thing I think of is Georgia not wanting to be embarrassed twice. Fake news, as Trump would say. Like, like if you if you have the expectations you've had, and you go into the two hardest games and you get shit pumped in both of them, that's tough. You don't come back from that. People will leave fucking Georgia. Probably not. But also, if Harbaugh loses this one, he's dead to me forever. I'll never fucking root for him again. He's a piece <laughs> of fuck. Now you have said, it. Georgia, Michigan's riding the high from beating Ohio State finally. So. It's gonna be this this is the game I am most excited about. Obviously Arkansas out of the equation because for obvious reasons. Just as a as a fan of neither team, this is the game I'm most excited about. And I think if you are not in that same boat, you are incorrect. Right. That game's gonna be awesome. Except the, what was the Baylor game? I can't remember. What do you mean the line? Baylor Ole Miss. That one is gonna be awesome as well. Oh, it's Sugar Bowl. <clears throat> Every time I, hear, I think Sugar Bowl, I think back to what Ohio State did to us, and I wanted to kill myself. Yeah, the Sugar Bowl always is a <clears throat> BCS Bowl. Like it seems Jesus. like a big one. I mean, not that it's not, but it seems like that should be a semifinal all the time. Sugar Bowl just sounds prestigious. Well, let's get right to a little bit of recap action. Recap that action. Recap for that ass. On the action. Or would you like to talk about a little UFC first? Well, you do what we want over here. You tell me. What are you going to do? Recaps. Recaps. UFC fans, golf fans, Hold, stick around. We, we, we want to start. Let's start with Thursday night game. Cowboys Saints, gross. I don't care. Cowboys Saints was ugly. Taysom Hill still got 21 points in fantasy, and I have no clue how. He threw four picks. But I guess rushing for 102 yards will do that. Also, he was doing just fine until he jammed his fucking finger into that player's arm. Yeah, he was doing fine, but I mean, like, I'm not, I, again, I'm not. I Mark just, Ingram's fucking dead to me. I, <laughs> I just do not believe that Taysom Hill is a franchise quarterback. Sorry. Agreed. Athletic freak who looks like he could Absolutely. fucking punch everybody harder than anyone. Yes. I've said it before. I am I am not a fan of gadget guys for any reason. They almost never work. That motherfucker works. Be- he does. And I, I, think, I think most of that is due to Sean Payton. He actually throws people down repeatedly when he runs the ball. It's unbelievable. Well, okay, that part is him. But the use of the gadget guys. <laughs> okay, like, that part is him. <laughs> all gadget guys are freakishly athletic. Like, why would you just put Taysom Hill at running back? You could. Why that's, would that's you? The thing. Like, see what he does. That's the part about a gadget guy. You can use him anywhere. But that's the thing. It's like gadget guys are always freakishly athletic yes. because they get to high school and they're used everywhere because they're the best athlete on the field. They get to college and they don't know how to recruit them because they played everywhere. So they mark them as an athlete. Usually those players find a water, find this level, and they find what they're best at. But if they don't, or if or if they do and they continue to play multiple positions, you're not really sure how to use them in the NFL because they haven't honed their skills on one specific uh, position. Yeah. And you don't have coaches that can use them properly. And Sean Payton has found a way to do that. Very, like Tavon Austin. He's a freak. At no place he went in the NFL did he you have any sustained success. You see that video, a uh, little excerpt from Hard Knocks of Neam Hines like freaking out when he saw Tavon Austin warming up for the Jaguars? Mm. He was like, Austin, is that is that Tavon Austin? 
they're like, yeah. He's like, bro, I fucking watched his fucking highlight reel like every single now, day. Hines is also an athletic freak. Yes. He's anybody, like, I, anybody, he's like, I gotta can... go up and say something to him. I gotta go, talk, I gotta go talk to him. I got to. <laughs> I'm sure. And he... they like crept up and like peeked at him and like just kept staring at him from like six feet away to figure <laughs> out if it was him. And I was like, hey, bro, Tavon. And he's like, yeah. Oh my God, man, I'm fanboying right now. Like, I, I fucking watched your shit every single day for like a year when I was coming up. Like, blah, 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 blah. And then he came, Neam Hines came back and he was like, that motherfucker a lot bigger than I thought he was. <laughs> he's actually bigger than he I thought. He does look small. He probably could pull off that jersey swap. I don't imagine anybody's beating down the door to get Tavon Austin's jersey right now. It also immediately makes me think of Noel Devine. I'll never forget him. No, that West Virginia team was fucking stupid. That was the team that, like, anybody playing 2K, you're playing somebody, they pick the, you're like, hey, you can pick whoever you want. You can't not pick the 2K. He's not talking about 2K. No, I am. I'm saying you can't pick the Warriors. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, okay. that's it. You play with somebody, hey, you can't be the Warriors. It's unfair. West Virginia on NCAA football was fucking unfair. You had Pat White, you had Noel Devine, you had fuck, all these ridiculous athletes on the same team. Demarcus Robinson. And you just run the fucking speed option every play and you're getting a touchdown. Yes. More. M- I spent hours playing that game in practice mode <laughs> as West Virginia, just running the speed option from the one-yard line, trying to get a 99-yard touchdown, yes. and it happened a lot. Yeah, we used to square X them, remember? Square X every time. <laughs> Foolproof. Yeah, Cowboy Saints, gross. I don't, I don't. No, I, no, no kidding. CeeDee Lamb had a good game. Dak, meh. It was mostly CD. Uh Pollard busted one of the house, bustered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's exactly like you text- the best running back on that team. Just like you texted me and you said, Ezekiel is completely unnecessary for this team. Absolutely. You need to trade him. Pollard is can. the man. Get what you can. Get rid of that fucking contract. Pollard can do it. Jerry keeps using his heart, not his brain. He will and always fucking him up. He can't not do that. But it's hard to shit on a fucking parade whenever you go into New Orleans and you win. So whatever. They won. Yeah, that's one thing. Like the Saints are not good. They're not great. They're they're fine. But going into New Orleans is one of those places that's just it's gonna be a problem. Like, those fans don't give a fuck how good they are. They're going to be loud. They're going to be obnoxious. It's going to be a chaotic environment. I was trying to find a better word. Couldn't think of one. You get chaos. Hostile environment. Yeah. It's overused, I think. (laughs) Buccaneers, Falcons. Buccaneers, 30. Falcons, 17. And, of course, Cowboys won by 10, 27, 17. But Buccaneers, 30. Falcons, 17. I got nothing. Shocker. I mean, Brady threw a horrible fucking pick in his own end zone for a Mm -hmm. touchdown. Really pathetic, but then went on to throw four more touchdowns. And he did went on to throw four more. He went on to throw four (laughs) touchdowns. Well, he threw four more, but those were to his own team. Correct, not the other team. team. Well, they both were red. Uh, That's fair. Cousins black. That's fair. I got nothing to say about that game. No, I don't either. Uh, Cardinals demolished the Bears, thirty-three to twenty-two. David Montgomery was the only fucking beacon of any sort of light on that team. Montgomery is fantastic. Uh He's very good. I believe he was an Iowa State Iowa State guy. Uh-huh. That's it. I mean, I don't. I got nothing else. The Bears are starting Justin Fields again this week. I'm not, I don't even like him I anymore. Don't know. I don't know what the Bears are doing. I think they're just trying to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. They're they're, they're done. Dead. They're dead. They're over. Um, Chargers Bengals was fucking awesome because the Bengals came back there for a bit and came. Uh, they were getting blown out by like twenty one. Came back and they were only down by like seven. Uh-huh. Burrow threw an early pick. He got. He got his arm jammed up underneath him on a, on one of his sacks, and it, it showed him on the next play. It zoomed in on his hand. His whole entire pinky was the oh, size is. of a fucking yeah. golf ball. Mm-hmm. He's questionable to play this week, but he'll play. Uh, it was the Joe Mixon show. I mean, I this, don't. Burrow this, had a rushing touchdown, and then it was Mixon for two touchdowns. Mixon's so good. He's. I can't believe he's lasted this long through the season. I never drafted him in fantasy because by week eight he's dead. Mm-hmm. And he's one nope. of those that he'll, he'll get hurt. 
and he'll be out for a week, and then he'll come back the next week, and he'll be aggravated in the first quarter. You get no points there, and he's out for two more weeks. <laughs> yes. Dakota always has a man. Uh, this, char- this game is like, here, here, welcome back, Chargers. Where the fuck you been? Right. Because this is exactly what we thought the Chargers were going to be. Correct. This- and their, their defense had a disgusting fucking, was it a pick six they took to the house? It was so gross. Jamar Chase also dropped a fucking touchdown. Uh, yeah, he also dropped another. He dropped two bad ones in that game. Yeah. Mixon fumbled it. Burrow threw a bad pick. Uh, it it was all Chargers, and then they finally came back. Figured out a way to come back. Keenan Allen started the game with the first two touchdowns for the but Chargers. But like the Bengals just righted their fucking ship. They, they tanked for a second, and then they figured it out, beat the fuck out of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then they come, and I don't want to say laid an egg, but like they they made continuous mistakes, and it simultaneously lined up with the Chargers being like, you know what, fuck it, we're tired of losing. Let's just be what we're capable of being. Like I, I don't know if the Chargers did hardly anything wrong in that game. They played about as perfect of a game as you can play. Herbert was three, had uh, 317 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. Eckler was meh. Mike Williams started the game off on fire. He ended with five for 110. Keenan Allen had two touchdowns. Uh, Burrow had 300 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Mixon only had 50 yards rushing and a touchdown. T. Higgins has been fucking balling the oh, past yeah, five has. weeks. It's been all the T. Higgins show. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, wait, my other receivers are actually fucking good, too. That's because I got Jamar Chase now, so he stinks. Well, you had enough to beat Kiss me last week. Death. So. Yeah, T. Higgins had nine for 140 and a touchdown. Mm. And the Chargers are officially in a problem spot. Because now Keenan Allen went on the COVID list. Oh, and on top of that, Mike Williams did too. Yeah. Yeah. They're who do they play this week? And one of their one of their defensive players did too on the COVID list. They play <laughs> who? They play the Giants. Well, so, no uh, Keenan, no Mike Williams. It's gonna be all Jalen Guyton and they'll probably awesome still Eckler. fucking moss them. It's gonna be the Eckler show, I'm sure. Couldn't be a better time, but they better figure it out because the next week they play the Chiefs. Next game, remember when we were rooting for MCDC to go winless? Yeah, sure do. The Lions got their first win, and they pretended to win the Super Bowl on the field as they should have. <laughs> we go back to oh, we go back to fans rushing the field. We talked about it after the Texas game, and then somebody else did it immediately the next week. If, it, if it's a big, I don't give a fuck what the rankings are. If it means it to the fans, you rush the fucking field. Yes. If it means it, if you win a game and you're the Lions, you goddamn celebrate like it's the last one because it could be. Yes. And I had it up on the gameplay mix on Sunday Ticket where it was playing four games. And I saw there was a minute and something left. Lions were getting the ball. And I was like, oh, I'm watching this. Flicked down there to it. Yes, I flicked my L.L. Bean. I, uh, I went down. I'm also shocked. Macy had never heard of L.L. Bean before. Uh, that was a staple in my house. Right. I think my mom still gets that magazine. I got her some L.L. Bean house shoes. Loves them. Yeah. I said, you never heard of them? Hang on, let me look them up. L.L. Bean net worth. And it was like, I don't know, I think it was like 10 billion or, or no, no, it was like 300 billion, something something crazy. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck? Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they're fucking for real. L.L. Bean does not play around. All of our Christmas pajamas used to come from there. Our pretty shirts. House slippers. slippers as well. Yeah. That's yeah, a big deal. Yeah, L Beans for real. Um, but minute and something left comes down. I have Josh Reynolds playing, so I have a little bit more of a reason to watch. I usually have Swift too, but anyways, flick over to it. Josh Allen starts wheeling and motherfucking dealing on them. Josh hoes. Allen. 
I didn't say that. But I thought you did. I think I did. I think you're right. <laughs> Jared Goff was wheeling dealing. Josh Allen hasn't been wheeling dealing for six weeks. But he's dead just like Mahomes apparently is. But um anyways, they, they come back, there's ten seconds left, they get all the way down the seven yard line, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why I see the defense drop back in what looks like a apparently a cover two situation. Why the fuck are all the defenders running back to the back of the end zone? Oh my god, it's a touchdown. Lions win. And I'm just I was literally on my knees in the floor as if my team just got their first win. Just looking <laughs> at the TV and I was like, holy shit. That was and then Jared Goff's popping his fucking top, as they used to say, taking his helmet off, sprinting across the field, like love affair and getting lifted up. Like he's fucking dirty dancing, just getting lifted Means up he by has MCDC. Fully embraced Detroit because he he knows what it feels like to win games. He's only been in Detroit for this year. He's right. had zero success, but Oh, it was fucking, it was awesome. And to watch Kirk Cousins' stupid fucking face whenever it zoomed in on him when the Lions won, it was made it all worth it. It was fantastic. It made it worth it for Macy, too, when they zoomed on his face. You know, may it may have. <laughs> I don't know. Why couldn't the Lions have fucking won the first game on goddamn Thanksgiving <laughs> when my fucking parlay mattered? Fuck the Lions. Fuck MCDC. Fuck the Lions. <laughs> never pay Megatron. Keep your curse. Kick rocks. Get out of here. <laughs> I'll never fucking bet on you again. For Thanksgiving or otherwise. Lions 29, Vikings 27. Uh, that's about all I got to say never fired Jim Caldwell. And Justin Jefferson is one of the best receivers in the league. He's very good. What a fucking freak. He's very good. He had 30 fantasy points in a half-point PPR. Well, I played against him. Jesus H. Um, I got nothing to say I also about picked Dalton. up Jamal Williams because... What league Swift, is he fucking out there? Swift went down and... What well, I, picked, I mean, as soon as Swift went down. Oh, I was like, what? And... He got you six. Nothing. Um, I got nothing to say about Dolphins Giants. Do you? Tua. Dolphins twenty, Giants nine. Uh, Tua's last few games have been mediocre. Pretty good. Because for ninety percent of that game, he had less than a six a six yard uh completion. I don't care if he can turn it on when it matters in the game. That's more than we've seen out of him so far. He did have a nice little one yard touchdown on that little out route. Stretched it out on the sideline. He toe-touched on that bitch on that touch. It was very nice. It was mm-hmm. nice. I'm not sold on Tua. I don't I'm know. not either. I'm more sold on Tua than the game we're about to talk about next. Because <laughs> it's going to feel so nice talking about this. But, but the Tua thing is weird, though. Like, the whole the way they've handled all of it has been very weird. Like, you don't, yeah, you've is. not seen a single, like, even Josh Rosen. He got more time than this. Yeah. Like, they deemed Tua dead in the middle of his first fucking season. <laughs> Which part of that was because of the decision-making. You pull him out to throw a Hail Mary. Seems like he can't do it. People start to murmur. Yes, they do. You set him up for failure. And then you immediately start talking about Deshaun Watson. As soon as that pops up, what do you expect people to think about, too, if you're offering them Deshaun Watson? Fuck to it. Get him out of here. Yeah, that's all I got to say about it. Eagles 33, Jets 18. No, I didn't watch any bit of this. We told you. Tyler did. Jalen Hurts sucks. He sucks so bad. Minshew mania is all the way back. And now what the fuck do you do? Because Minshew just came out there and fucking dealed it on them hoes. You you trade him to Pittsburgh. And and guess what? They're going to come out and say, I've already saw a stupid ass fucking, uh, what's his name, Sirianni or whatever the fuck his mm-hmm. stupid name is. Come out and say Jalen Hurts is starting next game. What the fuck are you going to do if you lose? So what I need, what's, just, just add this into my. Minshew was wheeling on him. Add this into my previous theory. In the scenario where we don't draft a quarterback high. We go after Rodgers. He stays. We get Teddy two gloves. Two weeks after that news breaks, Minshew's on the trade block. That's going to happen, and I'm going to rage. <laughs> it also goes to show you, Minshew wasn't the problem in Jacksonville. 
No, I don't think that. I don't. If you there, and I if, never believed it, but they tried to pin it on him. Maybe, but that that whole organization is just a shit show. They are becoming the lions before our eyes. Heineke and Minshew are just very fucking similar trajectory, storyline, feel to it. Like I feel like the the Washington, Washington Whistle Pigs <laughs> are going to burn Heineke at some point, and again, will probably be too late for Pittsburgh to get him. And if they just don't value, if they don't value Heineke or Minshew enough to even kick the fucking tires, I'm gonna say something. If Minshew goes on the trade block, or Heineke goes on the trade block, ain't gonna be ain't gonna be no tire kicking. Somebody's gonna snatch him up. If you want him, best go get him. And they're not going to hissing, clawing, going around snatching people up. <laughs> Land of the Lost reference. Um, yeah. How funny is it? The week after I dropped Dallas, got it for getting me point five. He gets twenty seven. <laughs> 27. Played against him, too. In the same league, I played against Justin Jefferson. So, uh, Dead. No, no, well, the rest of the players that they had shit the bed, so I actually <laughs> won. But early, it looked real bad for me. Yeah, uh, I don't know what to make of the Jets, could tell you. They stink. Goddard is They've fantastic. Minshew is the fucking QB1. They actually used Miles Sanders very, very much in this game. He, now, he went down with an injury again, but he's queued for this week already. Yeah. However, he still got, I think he had, uh, what do you have? He had close to 100 yards, I believe, rushing. Yeah, it was because you have a, a a better passer of the football, so you allow the running back to run. Yes. And lo and behold, if you give Miles Sanders more than seven carries, he He's can get in the groove. fucking good. So, Colts, 31, Texans, zero, next. Speaking of not giving the running back the ball enough. Not, not on this one. As for the whole, on the season. Why the fuck is Carl Wentz throwing the ball 40 times? <laughs> You have if if Jonathan Taylor oh, sorry. had had the opportunity and production that he's had in the last four, five, six weeks all season, he'd be in the MVP conversation and probably. First. I think he still is. I'm sure he probably is, but I'm, he would be first. And imagine if they didn't keep him on the bench last year. And he is like we talked about before. He is in that territory of it doesn't matter who the fucking defense is. Does it doesn't not matter. matter what the score is. You run the fucking ball. It gives you the best chance to win. And they have continually. The less Not Carson Wentz has to throw the ball, the better the, off yard. The less chances he has to throw to the wrong team. Now, Michael Pittman's good. He is good. I like Mo Ali Cox. I like Jack Doyle. T.Y. Hilton for about six plays is decent. Uh, Neam Hines can come in and give you a spark. I like what the Colts fucking have. You, but but you, Carson Wentz is clearly the worst player on the offense. But you have that fuck. Every team at some point in the season has this conversation of what's our identity? It's Jonathan Taylor. It's Jonathan fucking Taylor. You run the ball, you play defense. You look around and you say, who has the biggest biceps? Oh, it's Jonathan Taylor. He's the best. Yes, it's true. <laughs> Which Colts beat the shit out of the Texans. Yeah, not, grow up. I have don't nothing care. to nitpick. They it's a shutout in the NFL. I don't care who it's against. It's impressive. Zero points. Yep. For the Texans. Whistle pigs kicked the walk off game winner 17 15 over the Raiders. I love it. it. It was a sucky game to watch. I'm not going to lie to you. It was real bad. But the game winning field goal was awesome to watch. Another win for Heineke. Heineke looks like Dan Sorensen. His face. <laughs> he does. Heineke it's not just because he's like pale faced. <laughs> it's not that. I think he looks like the future quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, and just think about how good he'll be when he learns behind Aaron Rodgers when we get both of them. Mm. That's a recipe for success. That is. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. Rams thirty-seven, Jaguars seven. Boy, did the Rams try to make it a close game. <laughs> because up until the second half, I was furious. <laughs> He had fucking four points again at halftime, Matt Stafford, mm-hmm. and then finished with 24. Wasn't enough for me to win because my team's ass butter, but whatever. 37-7, Cooper Cup fucking put on a goddamn display again. But people are going to see this box score and think, oh, the Rams they figured it out. They crushed them. They didn't figure it out. I have a problem. There we go. 
I like that. Yeah, they'll have a they the Rams have a problem. A major problem. Um I don't like they're gonna be a wild card team. Think about early in the season what we were talking about. Oh, Matthew Stafford to the Rams. They're gonna be fucking people up. The Rams are gonna be a wild card team at best. They're not gonna overtake the Cardinals for that division. So if they get into the wild card and they run up against fucking Green Bay, what are we gonna do then? They're fucked. Yep. The Rams will have a first round exit in the playoffs. Did not see that coming. Nope, me either. Um, also, news on the Jaguars front. I watched. A, I read an article earlier about uh, Trevor Lawrence going straight to the front office and saying, "James Robinson needs to be on the fucking field every time I'm out there." Which, I just read the article. He was pissed when Urban Meyer benched him from having one fumble and benched him for the rest of the game. Was he me fucking too? And they said that he literally marched up to the front office and said, James Robinson needs to be on the field every time I am. Well, good for him for recognizing his fucking value to that franchise. Because Urban Meyer's doing everything he can to fucking shit on it. I don't care what your fucking stat line is, what how you're looking, how people evaluate you through your first 12 games. If you're the fucking first overall pick, you got some fucking juice. Use it. Because anybody else in that organization have any fucking juice. They have nothing else. And you know why he's using Carlos Hyde so much? Ohio State guy. I'm sure. So he just keeps fucking putting him in and he sucks. He stinks. He's a turd with polka dots. He keeps the, the polka dots are silver and scarlet red and white. It's a fucking shitty, stinky ass turd. That's what it is. Get it off the fucking field. James Robinson is an undrafted boss. And I fucking love James Robinson. Where did James Robinson go to school? I don't know. I feel like it's like UCF or something. Mm. I can't remember. I don't know. I'm thinking of the Don Robinson. I thought That's the Michigan, Michigan was Michigan. why he kept <laughs> no, benching. No. This motherfucker no, but thinks it literally, he's slick. I, it just hit me that uh, uh, fucking Carlos I was from Ohio State. You know who else from Ohio State that I always forget about? Mm. Who I loved? Beanie Wells. I, yeah. I also think, Wasn't he awesome? Yeah. I also think that Urban Meyer's using Carlos Hyde because he's shit stupid and does not a coach. <laughs> that could be part of it. <laughs> that could be it. Um, yeah. I love to see that. Things I don't love to see. Is Steelers beating the Ravens by one. I don't know. Well, yes, that. I thought you were going Seahawks 49ers, but no. they go hand in hand because both of them ended with a two-point conversion. The one Ravens was successful. Failed. Lamar can't throw a fucking one-yard out route. TJ Watt was eating Lamar's fucking breakfast, lunch, and dinner all goddamn day. And everybody is still saying, well, it wasn't Lamar's fault. I'm so fucking tired of the excuses and the passes that Lamar Jackson gets just because he can run the ball. And I'm tired of the motherfuckers that are like, oh, you don't like Lamar Jackson? What? 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 Because he's black? Shut. Stop it. Shows like the herd and all those stupid ass motherfuckers up there that just go up there and pander and run with the fucking agenda. Grow up. Lamar can't throw the fucking ball consistently. That is literally what this is about. And the amount of passes that he get that he gets is fucking frustrating. It's annoying that Lamar gets all these passes and everybody comes out here and says Mahomes is dead. That's fucking annoying. Lamar Jackson's last five games against the Steelers. 59.6% completion, four touchdowns, six picks, 67 passer rating, sacked 16 times, no rushing touchdowns, six fumbles, lost two of them. Yeah. It's almost as if Pittsburgh has their number. It's almost as if. And what's crazy is, you think about that division, you think Browns, Bungles, Ravens. Who would be the most back and forth, like the least amount of dominance over a team? Should be the Ravens. They're the best. Now, granted, if you go back far enough, it's obviously the fucking Browns, and it's obviously the fucking Bengals. But, as of right now, we clearly can't figure out the fucking Bengals. 
I don't know what to think about any time we go up against the Browns. I don't know which Browns team's going to show up. The thing about the Ravens is it doesn't fucking matter what team shows up. It no. doesn't matter what they've been doing the week before, the whole year. It doesn't matter. Lamar just just forgets everything he's ever known about playing football and panics, completely panics. It's almost like he's he's good when he plays inferior defenses and not good when he plays really good defense. It's almost like that. Oh, yeah, it is that. I'm tired of the passes. Scrutinize him just like you seven. do everybody else. If you get a front seven or, or even four of the front seven, they can figure him out. It's a wrap. You're fucked. They're fucked. Steelers 20, Ravens 19, Seahawks 30, <sighs> Niners 23. That game sucked ass. It was horrible to watch. Mm-hmm. The only cool thing was the fake punt. Yeah, he was fucking gone. Dude. That was sick. It wasn't even that elaborate. It was just no. a direct snap. But to see Homer full speed like that was, was sick. booking it. What also made me sick is that the fucking Seahawks won. Yeah, they did. Real quick before we get off this, speaking of the Seahawks, did you see what came out today about Russell Wilson? No. Okay. What came out today about Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson today said he would accept, or... Oh, here we go. Rumors are. Oh, here we go. Team team three's put it out. He didn't say it. He wouldn't say that. Go Hawks. (laughs) Go Hawks. Somebody said he would accept a trade to the Broncos. Oh, here we go. The Saints. Mm -hmm. Or the Giants. This is fake news. Why in the fuck... Other than being in New York, the I'm Sierra sure, want to be sure New York Sierra's or something. Pulling the fucking strings. So funny how we both pick it up. But I guess if you're choosing between Giants and Jets, you go Giants. But they don't have like Tony is their talent. They got Barkley, but you can't fucking count on him until he ever. gets a full off season to recover from all this shit that's been happening to him this season. But until you get a better line. Yeah, yeah, he's fucked. He's hitting the backfield every single time. That's the thing. The Broncos makes perfect sense. Every quarterback looking for a change of scenery should want to go to the Broncos. Because they have great receivers, a good tight end, fantastic running backs, as we saw from Javante Williams. You have great defense. You live in Denver. Yeah. There's weed everywhere. Good color scheme. There's weed everywhere. There's that, too. You swing by the dispensary and get get you an ounce of bud, head on over to the game, talk to Tim (laughs) 3, high as fuck. What? That might make him less... Let's go Hawks. Yes. Go Broncos. Too many syllables. I don't know if he can do that. He's just can't be like, that's a good win. Go Giants. He could say that. Go Saints. Both one syllables. I'm out. Go to the Broncos. Is the Saints one of them? in the shit. Oh, yeah. Saints one of them. That would be cool. I guess. I mean, Sean Payton would have a fucking heyday. Yeah, that, I could I could fuck with that, especially if they draft Traylon Burks. I could fuck oh, with God. that. Oh, God. That would be interesting. But I just saw that. That's, that is interesting. Last um, game. Sunday night game, Broncos 9, Chiefs 22. Not much to speak of. Not really. Chiefs defense has been stellar lately. Uh, Javante Williams is a fucking freak he is very for Denver. Good. Bench Gordon right now because Javante Williams is the fucking future. Mm-hmm. You were right. I was wrong. I did not <laughs> see this fucking coming. This motherfucker's for real. Well, the only reason I looked into it that hard early on was because I knew we were going to draft a running back. I didn't know if Najee was going to be there. That was the name that kept popping up. So I started watching the shit, and he is a fucking problem. Did you know who leads the league in drop passes as a team? Broncos. Chiefs. Oh, okay. With 23 drops. I mean. Kelsey and Miko Hardman are tied. Well, a lot of Kelsey's is front-loaded because his swagger came back a couple weeks ago, and he's not going to do that anymore. <laughs> Look, it says the moment you realize your receivers lead the league and drop passes 23, but you're still top five in both passing yards and touchdowns. We're all just witnessing greatness. Look at his face. Whoa, I got a fucking alarm, boys. My bad. Look at his face. <laughs> yeah, he's top five in both passing yards and touchdowns and leads the league as a team and drops. 
but everybody says he sucks. Someone, someone help me. This is what they he, literally did the, say that. The, who said that? Everyone. He fell off. The curse happened. I He's, realize that. What I'm saying is why people hate Chiefs fans is because that was like five weeks ago, and we're still doing it. We're, we're still l- we're leading our division, and we're not even being talked about. I'm aware of that. Last year we won, or the year before we, we won, talked about it or not. When we were winning this, when we won the Super Bowl. We were talked about on no networks. Whether it was talked about or not is relevant. The whole Mahomes is dead thing has been dead for fucking five, six weeks. If someone comes out and says, especially pro football focus because they're notorious for coming out and talking shit on Mahomes. If you come out here and you keep saying Mahomes is not good at football, and then you look at his statistics and every single thing is in the top five, well, we, what, are, what we, are we talking about? We have openly discussed that we do not take anything pro football focus has for gospel. Hey, unless hey. it prevent, unless it pertains to the Chiefs, and then you take it serious. It's the Collingsworth. You see his new movie, bites his goddamn lip every time he spins into the fucking window. Collingsworth, do what the fuck he wants. No, he can't, because he's a fucking rapist. Oh, Jesus well, I don't know Christ. About you I can't don't, say that. Okay, first off, slanderous. that was exaggerated. That was exaggerated. <laughs> Grow up. I was not talking about... He, I, he didn't do any of that, but... <laughs> When he was 25 years old, he did say he liked 14 to 15 year old girls. He did say that. Wildly different That's, pedof- that's pedophilia. <laughs> Broncos Chiefs. Uh, I mean, I don't know if anybody I don't expected have a, the Broncos. Dan Sorensen, after I fell asleep in the third quarter. I woke up in the next morning, and Macy, had, I woke her up, and she was like, oh, your boy Dan did something last night. I was like, yeah, okay. And I went to work. I pulled up ESPN. Dan Sorensen, 75 yard pick six. Everything I had. And he was high stepping. Everything I had in me was praying that he would fall down. <laughs> I was, if a Daniel Jones situation had happened where he was wide open, high stepping, <laughs> and fucking bust his ass, I would have loved every second. And I love Dan Sorensen. But no, I, you would, don't. I do too. I do because he's caused you so much grief for no yes. reason. He's also caused me a lot of happiness. He's also for the every, Browns hits. He's also the majority of the defensive backs I've watched Pittsburgh have my whole life. Yes. They'll fucking lay the lumber, but they can't cover shit. Yes. Uh yeah. Chiefs won. Javante Williams was the clearly the, the best person in that game. It was fantastic. He was phenomenal. He almost got me a dub over Derek, but didn't happen. Teach own. But that's all I got. Patriots Bills Monday night. Oh yeah, Patriots Bills. That motherfucker looked miserable. Who? The game. It was bad. It was fucking snowing. There was fifty mile an hour winds. They in the first touchdown the Patriots scored, didn't even think about kicking a field goal. They went for two. Nope. That was the Bills. Sorry. Bills did that. They went for two. Got it. No. Nope. It was Patriots. No, it was the Patriots. Bills come out, kicked the field goal, kicked the extra point. I get the whole, like, oh, home field advantage. If 50 mile an hour wins, like when, when they were punting. I it, told Macy when the game started, I said, if anybody scores, you should go for two every single yes. time. When they were punting, they were talking about it. That they, they the Patriots about, had like two 17-yard punts. Yeah, their, their punters pregame when they were kicking, I guess the, the crew that was commentating talked to him. Oh, the kicker with the difference? Yeah, he, he said that the ball was moving from when he dropped it to when it hit his foot. Yes. That is stupid. And said they talked to the kickers, and they said it's it's about a 10-yard difference this win's making right now in pregame. At least. 10 yards of a takeoff. Like, at some point in that That's game, not even including east and west movement. That's what I'm talking about. You would have had to intentionally kick wide in either direction. You saw the extra point the Bills kicked. And he hope, kicked it hard as fuck yes. right, and that bitch yanked right in the middle. Yes, it did. That is incredible. Like You, you don't think much about kickers. In those situations, oh, fuck. fucking the Kentucky windage that they use. God damn. To get it to hook back in is impressive. Also, the term home field advantage meaning something means something there. Because if they get a home playoff game, oh boy. That's a problem. Oh boy. I mean, it's the same with Green Bay. I mean, uh, yeah, in, the in, the, in the fucking Brady shit, the documentary deal he's been doing, he said 
I thought I was a cold weather quarterback. It's man in the arena. Yeah, that's the one. <clears throat> he said, I thought I was a cold weather quarterback. I'm not. I'm yeah. a warm weather quarterback. He's like, I get to Tampa and everything's way easier. Yeah. He said, then I go back over there and the shit's hard all of a sudden. Yep. Uh, Mac Jones threw the ball three times. He almost broke the record for least amount of passes. And I he wish had one, I'm pretty sure, into the fourth quarter. It was. It was, it was he was gross. one for one. If he would have finished out one for one, he would have broke the record from like the fucking 70s of two. Had that game not been so close, I think they let him keep that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you have to. It's just like... Did you hear Peyton the whole time? Did you watch the Manicast? Uh-uh. Oh, Peyton the whole time was like... Afterwards, when they were walking around, dapping everybody up and again, after the game, he, he was pretending to be Mac Jones. He's like, oh, yeah, there you go. Good job, Mac Jones. boy. Way to hand the ball off. And that was, you know, great, great handoffs there. <laughs> great sets. And he's like, that you got that's, that's a miserable game for a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. Speaking of weird records like that, like if I'm Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. you're not good, okay? Sorry. He's not. Self-awareness, you're not good. You have the chance. We got a smoke alarm? We got a neighbor's smoke alarm going off, Uh-oh. boys. They're easy. You accept the off. fact that you stink. Yes. You break Peyton Manning's record, Peyton Manning's record for most picks in the season, mm-hmm. only to say, I broke Peyton Manning's record in the NFL. You don't mm-hmm. say shit else. You just say that, and you leave the conversation. Because it's true. Yes. You broke Peyton, uh, Peyton Manning record, and then you leave the conversation. Most interceptions in a year ever, bad. Breaking Peyton Manning's record sounds good. Something to think about. They played SEC football in that game. The Patriots played SEC football. They the played like and fucking the shit. leatherhead football. Like this is like from the beginning of time football. I don't even know if it's SEC. This is just like hey, they played rock ball. It's, it's <laughs> fucking brutal. Uh, hit that beautiful fucking blue. Yes, we enjoy the blue around here. I love the blue. Back to blue. Back to blue. Uh, Other side. Okay. No. Oh, well, you know what? Let's just get to fucking UFC 269 because that's what we're here for other than UFC, U- UFC fans. What's time? UFC 269 is stupid. Said this about 268. Immediately after 268, we said 269 is better. And it's not wrong. UFC 269, like we mentioned before, Tai Tuivasa is in the prelims. I'm, mm. look, I'm looking at early prelims here to see if there's anything. Is he fighting anybody worth the fuck? Your boy Ryan Hall is in the early prelims. I don't know who he is. Yes, you do. It's the guy that kept rolling around grabbing people. Oh, by the legs. God. No, not him. <laughs> he is in here. Early prelims. Who's Tua fighting? Not a lot else. Let's go see. We got Dominic Cruz. You didn't fighting tell me Fighting Pedro Munoz. Like I'm getting there. Okay. That'll be a good one. Tai Tuivasa fighting Augusto Never heard Sakai. of him. Never heard of him. I don't know who he is, but he's going to lose. I will not pick against Tai Tuivasa ever. I keep calling him Tua. Tui Tuivasa. Oh. Tai Tuivasa. Yes. I see what you did. Other than that, I mean, you have four fights in the prelims. Two of them would be good. Dominic Cruz, Pedro, Pedro Munoz, and Tai Tuivasa fight against anybody I'm here for. But that's not what we're here for. Mm. We're here for the main card. Yes. And the main card is as follows. We got Sean O'Malley. Mm. Let me guess. Fighting an unranked fighter. I don't know how to say this guy's name. It's Sweet. gonna it's gonna be fucking brutal. Getting tired Sorry. of him playing powder puffs. Rulian Paiva. There we go. Feel good about that. There we go. He is ranked. He's ranked fifteenth. So there we go. I mean, it's still not a great look. But no. If you're gonna if we're if we're gonna give him shit, which I have done for quite some time now about not fighting ranked fighters, I would also call him stupid for jumping up and fighting somebody in the top ten. So I guess 10. fifteen is is the right move. Taking Sean O'Malley, he is a heavy favorite. He's minus three hundred five. I'm sure. I'm taking him. The fight after that, 
I am give it to me worried about. Give it to me. It is my boy Cody Garbrandt fighting Kaikar France, and this, I mean, after watching Cody's last fight, wasn't great. Okay, he got pieced up <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> the whole time, but. He has a one-punch knockout power. He can use it, but this fight is going to be fantastic. It, it is the most I will be emotionally invested. I'm glad that this fight is early on the card so that I can fucking relax a little bit and enjoy the rest of it. But that Sean O'Malley is a good little... Just quit your whistle, and then I'm going to stress the fuck out for however many rounds it takes. I'm taking Cody. I'm taking Sean O'Malley. The Cody fight makes me... I'm taking... I'm Full disclosure... I am a thousand percent taking Cody with my heart. With it. My brain Not tells with his brain. My brain tells me it'll be a good fight. My heart says Cody's definitely gonna win. So uh, tells me he thinks he's wrong. I mean it's yeah, don't feel great about about the matchup. Okay. What else? Jeff Neal's fighting. Santiago Ponzinibbio. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> the last feel good name about I that. fucked up. Jeff Neal is very fun to watch. Like that it'll be another good fight. I'm assuming if he if these if they have it is a they're both minus one ten so they Vegas has no idea what's going to happen either. That's usually good for business. After that, what's not good for business is Amanda Nunez is fighting Juliana Pena and she will die, crush her face. She will die. It doesn't matter who it is. I call her Young Ma because she looks just like her. <laughs> Amanda Nunez is like we. You talk about it's easier in like you know non team sports like you think about the most dominant athlete of all time. You think about Tiger Woods, you talk about Serena Williams. Obviously, when you get into team sports, it's harder. But Amanda Nunez is in that conversation. Like, you, buzzsaw in every sense of the word. Yep. Like said before, Juliana Pena was the first life that COVID ever saved because she did push this fight back for her not getting her face beat in. Mm-hmm. And after that, we got Charlie Olives and Dustin Poirier. Mm. Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier, main event. I'm guessing you got the diamond. I did bet on Charles Oliveira. Only because someone came up to me and said, do you want to bet on the fights this weekend? And I said, yes, I'll take Amanda Nunez, being funny. And he said, well, obviously I'm going to take Amanda too, but you want to bet on the main event? And I said, sure, I'll take. And before I got out of my mouth, he said, I want Dustin. So for the sake of the bet, and I don't feel like Dustin's going to walk through Charles Oliveira. Could he? Absolutely. Could There's he lots get, of hedging going on. Could he get tangled up? Sure. But that's why this is a title fight. My brain takes Dustin until I have a reason not to at this point. Like, he has looked dominant. Charles Oliveira is extremely technical. Like, if, if he gets him to the ground, we have flipped the script. I will. If he can get him to the ground, Charles Oliveira has a good chance to retain the belt. Dustin Poirier does have good ground and pound but I don't expect him to end up on top of Charles Oliveira very often unless he lets him there. Like, that's how good he is on the ground. If he, if Dustin ends up on top, pretty good chance that Charles let him it's be trap. on top. Correct. I can't wait for this fucking card. Every goddamn bit of it is going to be fantastic. Get your popcorn ready before Tied to Avasa comes out, because after that, not a great time to go for the bathroom break. Now, I believe you had something for the golfers. I do have some for the golfers, and I'm going to give it its own transition music. Even okay, it's though respectable it's just because one it's thing. B- fucking Tiger Woods is back with Charlie, his son, Tiger Woods, Chuck Woods, back in action. Now, 
It's a PNC Championship. It's a unofficial PGA Tour event. That doesn't matter. What matters is... Not Wait the, till they see the numbers of the viewers on something that's just meh. Not just that long ago, we were talking about potential amputation. Never playing Tiger again. Woods legs. And he's back. I don't... It hasn't even been a full year. No. I don't think. Well... No. I don't, I don't think know. so. I don't know. doesn't matter. Tiger Woods is back. He's playing golf. He says he's playing as a dad. Wait, it's fucking Tiger Woods. You don't get to play as anything other than Tiger Woods. Sorry. That's not how it works. Eyeballs will be on you. But this is the event last year. I think it was last year. Where the internet went fucking crazy for Charlie Woods. Because he was doing, I don't know, things that Tiger Woods children should do. I'm going to watch it. I'll be invested. As I'm sure most people will. Tiger Woods is in fact back. Yep. Uh, also mentioned I was going to say something about the OU crowd. OU has hired Jerry Schmidt to be their strength and conditioning coach, which was Texas A&M strength and conditioning coach. Has ties to OU. He was at OU first. but They're getting the band back together. He had, he was the strength and conditioning coach uh, for all four of their trips to the Natty. So, clearly he knew the recipe into making some fucking bad motherfuckers. The way that I evaluate strength and conditioning coaches is only... He was at OU from 99 to 17, so he's there for a minute. Is only negatively. Like, if you have a consistent amount of, like, ankle injuries and shit like that, I blame the strength and conditioning coach. It's very hard for me to gauge anything as far as success. I guess you could say not having those injuries, but, I mean, that's an interesting statistic. Yes. And then they also hired Miguel Chavis... Oh, Chavis gives me nightmares. The the name Chavis gives me nightmares. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, Clemson's D-line coach. Not the chief. Clemson D-line coach. OU brought him, o- brought him over to be their D-line coach at OU. So Venables brought their strength, uh, the strength and conditioning coach that used to be at OU out of Texas A&M. How do you get him out of Texas A&M? I don't know. I guess just so he oh, can get back home. Texas Tech. No, he was a Texas A&M. Oh, boy. Texas A&M strength and conditioning coach. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. What is Dabo going to do? I don't know. He's got nothing now. His pet's heads are falling off. At least now he has an excuse. Yeah. Because Venables with that strength and conditioning coach plus this Clemson. I mean, Clemson's D-line is always good. Like, how would you want to follow <clears throat> Venables' shoes? How would you want to fill Venables' shoes at Clemson? That seems like a coach for disaster. No, I mean I mean the coach coming in. Like, you think, oh, yeah, not good. You've had inarguably the best defensive coordinator. Go get Rex Ryan. Like, it's get something. Yeah. It's going to take somebody bigger than the scrutiny that they will get regardless because they, like you're going to get it. If you don't if your defense doesn't look fantastic right off the bat, like why well, is no Venables? It has to be somebody like that who's big enough that it doesn't fucking bother them. And if you start this next season your defense is ass, now they're coming for now they're coming for uh the head coach. What the fuck are we doing mm-hmm. here? I mean, I think I think they would give him a chance at a few coordinators because I think Dabo is like what else is you think about what they're comparing Dabo to in Clemson. I'm not high on Dabo. But I mean like compared to Anything else they've had is not. Well, when you get people like fucking Trevor Lawrence in there. Right, I agree. Because he was irrelevant till he got him. I agree, but he did get him. And he does get notable recruits. They just didn't look well, once you go to once you get to Sean Watson and then Trevor Lawrence. Right. People want to play there. Uh, for sure. And that's what I'm saying. I think it'll take a little bit to undo that completely. But I think they're Maybe going down a bad path. he's carried by his talent. Well, but as a college coach, that is part of your job is getting the talent. But that's that's true. It will unravel if they keep this pace. They're going down a bad path. But I don't think it's unravel. I think they will still get people because it's Clemson. 
for the next, at least this year. We'll see what happens, though. I told you I was going to give you my parlay. I got it. My parlay is as follows. It is a five-legger. Not too bad. Five-legger, so it's odds are not great for me. I got Oklahoma State money line over Notre Dame. I like it. I got Baylor money line over Ole Miss. Mm, that's risky business. Arkansas money line over uh, Penn State. See, I try. I try my. I don't hate it. I try my best to keep my teams out of my parlay for obvious reasons. And here's the tricky hit: Michigan over Georgia. I think there's several tricky hits. That money one line. is the most. It's a fucking coin flip, dude. Like it feels like it's coin flip. And then I slapped Alabama in there too. It gave me another plus five hundred. So their odds are only minus five sixty. But once you put it into a five leg group, right. it grows exponentially. Right. Fifty to win seventeen fifty six. That would be that would be something. That would be. I mean, it's definitely possible. It's just you're gonna ugh. sweat that motherfucker out. Though. Oh yeah. You're, then again, it could be over the first day of the bowl season. <laughs> you, yeah, but if you get down to that Michigan and and Georgia game, all these are January first and on games. And so you I start got looking at that cash out button. You're gonna sweat that out. Is there a cash out button on this site? Mm-hmm. Sure is. Did not know that because I just place my bets and don't look again. <laughs> Hypothetically, it's just cross my fucking fingers. Hypothetically, if we were looking at a specific site, <laughs> right? It would probably have a cash out button. Yeah, no, it would not be an overseas um, site. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of overseas, uh oh, if you're still listening over there, you are. We see you, Brussels. Holy shit! Appreciate you. We see a few of you over in China. See a few of y'all over in London, India. Yep, I think. Yep, it's fucking crazy. It's even fucking, even saw crazy. a couple pop what's, up in Canada. What's fucking crazy is that we're seeing it over there, and you Americans do not seem to be telling your friends. Uh, yeah, it's starting to get frustrating. Unless your friends are in Brussels and London and India and China and all these places, <laughs> and you're telling them, then I take it all back. Something tells me it's not. But I could be wrong. What's not wrong was that intro. Yeah, you're going to like the outro just as much. We so. got an outro too? Oh, we absolutely do. We got Black Eyed Peas. We got Black Eyed Peas. That's a big radio in Emmett Down. You want the outro? Yeah, but we got to talk way out of it. Because it goes straight into the outro. So we just oh, got to say goodbye and I then wasn't see going to. I was going to. You want the outro? And hit it. But you oh, well, that I fucked that up. So go ahead. Say goodbye. Say goodbye to your friends. See ya. Bye, friends. As always, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our website, www.slightlybiasedsports.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media. And if you haven't told your friends, you're wrong.